Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Stray the Course podcast. This episode, we sit down and talk with my friend Gabe Richard, photographer, grappler, father, owner of Richard Photography. We talk about a lot of stuff, long drives, my love for the camera, the Oklahoma City Starbucks incident, Jiu-jitsu, photography, reggae, skateboarding, happiness. Mostly, though, it's just about being a good human being. As always, this episode is brought to you by the Tortuga Soap Company. All kinds of things to keep you looking and smelling good. Tortugasoap.com is where you want to go. We are Dapper Ties. Quality knit ties at an affordable price. Enter the discount code ROLL and get free shipping. As always, shout out to the Red Wing Superior Podcast Network. They put this whole thing together, so without them, there would be no podcast, and we are grateful for them. Hopefully, this episode encourages you to go out and do something nice for somebody. The Richard Photography motto, we rise by lifting others, is words to live by. So, thanks everybody for listening. Hope you like this episode. Hope you like the podcast. If you do, we'd appreciate it if you give us a review and a rating on iTunes or whatever you're listening on. Thanks, everybody. Hope everybody's doing all right. Peace. I met him in Oklahoma City, baby. You did. <laughs> you did. Who'd you meet in Oklahoma City? Jeff Kern, the guy that runs this um, this jiu-jitsu camp. Very and so I was training one day. And uh, I got a message. He doesn't have Facebook. He has. He just does everything through Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe he has Twitter. I don't know. But uh, he messages me on Instagram, and I don't normally like see those right away. Yeah. And so, I love you know, just finishing training. We we're talking after. It was like a Thursday class, I think. And I look at my phone, and it's like, hey man, what's going on? I'm like. This dude is texting me. That's What's so going cool. on? I'm like, well, I don't know. Uh, what's up with you, man? You know? And he's like, oh, you know, I've got this jujitsu camp and I really want to have a photographer that's like in the industry, you know, that's part of the, the you know, the community or whatever. Um, would you be into it? You know, and I'll, he's like, I'll pay for this and this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, without a doubt. I'm like, awesome. I'm all about it. Um, so yeah, going down to Florida, Cocoa Beach, dude. I've never been there, yeah. I've heard about it, I've never been there. We're staying like right on the beach, it's great. Um, and it's one of those like surf all day, jiu jitsu three times a day, you know, just kind of do what you want. Um, train as little as train as much as you want. So for five days, I'm gonna pretend I don't have a broken rib, yeah. And I'm going to try my damnedest to just train as hard as I can. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. I've got two weeks, I think, about that to keep going. <laughs> Hopefully by then, that's like five weeks of of being out. How soon is that coming up? February 22nd, so oh, it's yeah. 20 days from now, yeah. I think. And I'm driving down, too, which is going to be cool. Really? Yeah. It's a long drive. I was going to fly, and I mean, the offer was there. Um but I was just like, you know what? Oh, I've done I wanna, it. I wanna. I've. I haven't done it in forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do most of that drive all the time because um, I lived in North Carolina. So, 
I know how like you get to a certain point, you're like, oh my god, is this ever gonna end? <laughs> 20, I don't even know. Twenty something hours. Like, how am I still in the same state? Yeah. Like, am I going around in circles right now? Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't. I like. I like driving. I don't mind it, and I can usually do, you know, those like fifteen hour stints. Like, yeah. I've been able to. Granted, the last time I did that was. Oh, 10 years ago, yeah. at least. Same with George and I. We used to drive out to Colorado, and we've done it in two days before. But I drove for 12 hours. He drove right. for, it was straight back to back. And by the time I was done, my feet were like hamburgers. Did you guys they go so the northern route or the southern route? Northern route. Yeah. Yeah. We went southern the, on the way out there when I moved out there. Mm -hmm. But when we uh, drove back, we went the northern route. Mm -hmm. But, uh. Yeah, we did it almost the same time. It got I got to St. Louis though. It was like noontime, 102 degrees. Oh. My dog, like a Jeep Wrangler, no top on. My dog's looking at me like, "Yo, yeah. I'm I'm hiding down here. Yeah. You're pumping that AC that we all know isn't working. You know, like you're lying to yourself. I'm tired of you lying to me. Let's pull over." And I'm like, "All right." So I radio my friend. I'm like, "We're getting a hotel. I'm done." We're only hours from, you know what I mean? Like, we could make the rest of the trip. No big deal. Let's just sleep. So we slept, like, all during the day and then drove at night. I feel like the hottest place I've ever been on this earth was in Iowa City in the summer. I've um, heard it's really hot. Humid, hot, yeah. brutal. That's another state I've never been to. Yeah. One of the few left now, but. Well, you've now been to the dungeon. <laughs> Welcome to the dungeon, <laughs> Gabe Richard. The it's the, uh. This is the basement. I know, the soap yeah. factory. Worldwide headquarters <laughs> of Tortuga Soap Company. I just want to say that it's overwhelming. <laughs> it's intense. I totally, I totally, like, she's like, come on down. Walking down the stairs and I'm, bam, there's a lot of soap here. There's a lot of soap. She's like, yeah, you know, I got 500 of each flavor. <laughs> this is just little right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of out of stock right now. <laughs> These are all my samples. <laughs> Mind you, it's like four feet tall by 15 feet long. Yeah. It's a lot of soap. It's a lot of soap. It came from very humble beginnings. Mm -hmm. But all the best stuff always humble. does. Still think. humble. Yeah. Can you imagine, though, if like you guys turn into, um, what is that? jelly place they do all like the jams and stuff like that it's oh, right off exit Stephen seven yeah, stone or that no, too stone falls as well stone stone wall, wall. Yeah. yeah right um, i guess salmon falls is what uh, a little bit smaller than them stonewall yeah tortuga taking over the world <laughs> taking over the world one human at a time it's um, soap though i don't know if we can handle it like this is you know this is cool right here. It's like yeah. sometimes getting too big is oh, you man. lose the coolness. Having yeah. employees. Yeah. There's oh. nothing worse than babysitting grown adults. Sometimes I don't mind doing it, but in a work environment, oh, I can't stop. It. It's so hard. So we were talking, I mean, we started, you know, you just came down, we're talking. So there are hopefully are people that listen to this that, that don't do jujitsu, right? Um, although most of the people, that we probably Maybe, know. Yeah, because everybody I know does. And so we were just talking tonight earlier. You know, jujitsu is like, in a sense, we're worse than CrossFit people 
um, in that it's all we talk about. And if you're with me, I want to, you know, even before I got a new camera, I wanted pictures. Right. There has And jujitsu people, we generally have pictures, but I'm the worst one of those people. Like, I have to have a lot of pictures of me <laughs> doing jujitsu. I have to be talking about it. I don't, I'm not harsh on CrossFit people because I know I am worse. Right. I'm the worst of the worst. Yeah, at least you're offenders. not wearing I'm the right there behind and... you. What do you mean? I wear tights that look like. <laughs> I know, but you're fully clothed. It's, it's not like you're there. Every like time you look, shorts. though, if he's, in like, if he's in the corner of your eye, you always think he's naked, though. You like, you turn, and I'm just like, he's <laughs> like in the pants. corner of my eye. I'm like, oh, Oklahoma City again, Oklahoma City again. Oh, he's got his pants on, thank God. So, Gabe Richard is a man who loves Oklahoma City. Dude, it was amazing. The people were awesome. Yeah. They were. It was like, I don't know. To me, it seemed like a tiny little Austin. It's tiny. brick everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed cool. What about this? Were you at the Starbucks <laughs> episode? Yes. <laughs> what happened in the Starbucks, man? Uh, all right. What was so going on? I love man? Oklahoma City. Yeah. But these people do not know how to stand in line. <laughs> they don't know how to order. They don't know how to move. And when you got people that are from New England... We have one speed, which is go. We're not ready for that. No. And when you have people like Jay Mansfield, no. he's <laughs> definitely not ready for that shit. <laughs> I mean, he was flat talking shit to people's faces. Yeah. Like, you you guys are horrible people. <laughs> oh, no. Like, you're slow. You should feel bad about shit. No, I mean, he didn't say any of that, but he said something <laughs> along those lines. I oh, feel like hilarious. that was the night of after a lot of drinking. Actually, George, um, didn't you leave us? Yeah, I was not in there. Baseball pictures, exactly. <laughs> I went out, so that that Starbucks. Oh, Jade was pissed off. Yeah, he was, was like, like, "I'm out. See you later." <laughs> I wasn't. I'm gonna take pictures one, for my. For what was it like? My dad, your dad, because he loves fan. baseball. I'm like, okay, George, see you later, dude. We were at the intersection of Mickey Mantle Boulevard, fair enough, and some other road. So I had to take a, I took a couple quick photos of myself, selfies, right. um, at Mickey Randall Boulevard. So I did leave you guys because I knew there was that was only going one way. Oh, and Adam Rivera. Adam, what an amazing person! That one guy of the funniest is. guys Dude. ever. He made me cry so many times that whole fucking week. <laughs> well, I mean, freaking week. Oh, he was hilarious. We noticed people from like Midwest or like Iowa or places like that. They'll like be like, "What the H?" instead of "Hell" or "What the F?" Or yeah. sometimes I like it, and sometimes like I was listening to uh, Ben Askren talk. Yeah, like, this dude's such a badass, but he's talking so like prim and proper. It was right. hilarious. He's a very nice <laughs> guy. Us New in my experience. Um, what was deep. your favorite part of Oklahoma? I don't know. Just hanging out that whole week. It was so sick. Just like literally seeing what nobody else gets to see you know seeing fight week seeing how fighters get ready watching people going like whoa this is really well, how they train like a whole bunch of famous people there. oh without a question yeah. i mean i got to see some of the top <laughs> level people train i got to see some of the top level people hanging out some of the lowest levels <laughs> me and jay oh <laughs> uh, well yeah myself included <laughs> um but it was just cool to see, you know, sometimes you, you expect when you're watching them actually training for a fight, like, oh, yeah, they're hitting hard, they're hitting fast, you know, everything you expect. And then there was times where, you know, certain guys, 
that are high-level, well-known fighters, just the way they were training, I was like, holy shit. I've seen better out of myself, you know what I mean? Like how maybe they're just training slow. It just, I don't know, it was surprising. But overall, it was badass. Mm. I mean, I know like the fighters complain about how they were treated, but it seemed to me that everybody gets treated pretty well. It's a nice I'm sure it's, it's down to a money issue, but yeah. when, when it comes to the actual fight week, I mean, I, I took a ride to Walmart by myself in a massive limousine bus. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're like, oh, you, you need a ride, just ask us. Okay, okay, you guys going to, you know, get like Walmart or something? Like, yeah, 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 I'll get some people together. You never got anybody together. And literally, him and I, the, the guy that pretty much like walks the fighters out, huh. um, this guy, Tony, um, we rode to Walmart in this big UFC thing. Wow. And I get out, people are like, oh, there's somebody famous. Like, no, it's just me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Here's what you got to know about and, Gabe. If, <laughs> to have seen me too long, there must have been such a letdown. If, you, <laughs> if, if people haven't been around you in situations like this, you got to know this. <laughs> I show up after a crazy layover in Chicago and oh, so in hours of sitting in, I sat in, in an airport in Chicago for like nine hours um, with no one around that I knew. I was trying to find, I was bored yeah. out of my mind walking around this airport. Finally got to, finally got to Oklahoma. Um, it's like 8,000 degrees out. Showed up just in time to like, we trained that night. Um, like, Got the rental car, drove, you know, and the Oklahoma City Airport is probably the smallest, one of the smallest airports I've ever been in the United it States. Like, like Dayton, Ohio. The thing something. is tiny. Yeah, it is. Um, but like when you show up, Gabe already knows everybody, <laughs> already knows every single person and they're like brothers. Like Gabe is the friend maker. I don't have I don't have a hard time making friends for sure. Not a, not <laughs> even at all, man. You have no you have no problem um, walking up to people and saying, "Hey, what's up?" Like I don't know. So I learned very young that that in itself opens doors that you'd never expect. Opens doors, man. I, mean, I, I literally have done things in my life that. I mean, had I not just opened my mouth, wouldn't have known the person and wouldn't have done that amazing thing. Your buddies with the, everybody that worked for the UFC. Hell yeah. All the fighters, that, everybody mean, there. Gabe, Gabe has already made friends too, with. He's friends already, with, yeah. I had, yeah, like, the, 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 uh, the. All the waiters and stuff. The I had waitress, uh, Dutch, the Duchess. Yep. And um, I had like, these other two, uh, these other two guys, they were chilling all the time. Gabe has Gabe has already knows their story. They knows all about them. Like extra cool breakfast. Yeah, and lunch talking it right, right. Gabe's like, no, we'll get breakfast. I was like, dude, I'm starving, man. Like, no, we'll get breakfast. I know all these guys. Knows all of them. <laughs> knows all of them. Yo, because I I tip them well. Yeah. I I talk to them. I ask them how they're doing. Get and bam. Mm -hmm. I've got all the hookups. You George, you need coffee. You need coffee, George. Right. I know those guys. We'll get coffee. Doesn't matter. Why not? Awesome. He knows he knows them all. We walk in, he's buddies with John Anik. He's buddies with all <laughs> of these sitting people. In the, like, the, we got to sit in the the I mean, I don't know how weird this is actually gonna sound. We just got to hang out with John Anik. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. We, we were in the sauna. <laughs> he and Gabe and I was John Anik. And uh it was 
It was me and Gabe putting the full court press on John Anik. <laughs> oh, he was so funny. <laughs> it was great, though. But he's, you don't. He's a cool motherfucker. I, I, uh, it's, it's a really good quality because you're not like, you know. Well, it's helped me in my photography. Mm-hmm. Huge. Help me. Huge. Just having you do that, you know. I'm like, I'll just, because I say things and enter my mind. I'm like, <laughs> oh, this would be cool. Bam. Gabe's doing it, making it happen. Right Why then, not? I'm like, oh, all right. I guess we're doing that, you know. There it goes. Um, I also like, honestly, I love promoting my friends. Like, I love talking good about my, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like how many times I've talked about you guys to my, anybody I know. Yeah. Like, no. Huge. You think you know so, but you know what I mean? <laughs> and I go like this whole spiel of how badass the law, the law family is. <laughs> how did you meet? So I show up and you're, you're best buddies with Daniel oh, Vanderlei. So- like, Coolest like you've known him ever. for a hundred years. I was mm-hmm. like, you're shooting photos of seminars and, uh, and he talking so, about the turtle. And I was like, man, how'd you meet him? So again, me telling people how cool Tortuga is. Yeah. Um, no, I, we, I happened to come off the airplane same time Daniel did. And, you know, I mean, jujitsu people, you see the in ears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right off the, in Oklahoma uh, city airport. But, when you see another jiu-jitsu person, it's like that meme mm-hmm. with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, you give him the look. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. The look yeah, you give. With the martini. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah. So he yeah. had a Vulcan jiu-jitsu switch, uh, t-shirt on. And I was just, you know, I saw it. Then I got a little closer. And I used to train under the lineage of Carlson Gracie before I started training with George and Jay. Um, so I knew a little bit about him. Because I knew uh, Carlson Jr. pretty well, um, done a bunch of seminars, again, trained under his lineage. So um, who was actually the, the black belt I trained under was under Marcelo Alonso, who they call like the encyclopedia of jiu-jitsu. Right. This guy's just unreal. With, he was Carlson's guy, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, I think he was like the head instructor in Rio or something. Yeah, I'm not positive, yeah, no, but I, I mean, something like that. next level mm-hmm. regardless, right? So, um, so I knew him anyway. So once I saw his face, I was like, oh, yo, you know what I mean? I was like, hey, man, I'm like, you here for the UFC? He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Carlson Gracie, yeah? And from then on, it was, we were cool. You know, I mean, once, he's the head of jiu-jitsu instructor at Rufus, oh, Duke Rufus, Rufus Sport. Um, so we, we start talking. Um, he's telling me about a seminar that he was doing the next day. Knew that, you know, I... I do jujitsu photography. So uh, he's like, why don't you come over? All right, sweet. So literally the next day I went and uh, shot his seminar with Keani Coke, uh, UFC fighter. Um, who's His brother, Eric. Right, Eric Coke, right. sorry. Keani's yeah. his brother who's like the head of their, their academy. Um, they train under Daniel. Right. All just, Hard drive oh, is yeah. the name of their school, Dude, I think. Rugged, rugged, rugged. Yeah. I, mean, I, I trained a little bit. Um, with them and I mean they look I mean they're they, wrestler they Midwest doing. guys you could you know that those guys For are sure. tough dudes they've been training a long time um, or just the way he carried himself you know what I mean yeah yeah, um, good good people like we had sure. good I mean some of the best right we had good pool time hanging out right talking just anything uh, we went out to dinner we saw the fights yeah Dave and uh, Busters on Fridays on Friday yeah Dave and Busters and they were just down to earth, good people, which is kind of the common quality of most 
people in combat sports I've come across. Mm -hmm. um, no offense to my MMA friends, but really the 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 I mean, if, if you're gonna find douchebaggery, it's it's with it's within that community. But sometimes I think people kind of mistake it for you know them promoting or, or right. whatever it is they're trying to sell the fight. Whereas in jujitsu, it's like you know humble pie, humble pie. It's all about being humble. So it's a little different of an attitude. But I think on a whole, I mean, most people I know, when you're the ham, I mean, you're the nail for so long, how do you have an ego? Mm. You know, how could you possibly just be arrogant or rude or, you know, hurt another person? Like, I mean, it just, it teaches you something. To get to that level, the amount of work you've put in and struggle and pain and suffering to get those, you know, those even, guys Even in my so short much. years. I know I've done a lot. And then you look at people like you or people like Jay or, you know, people like Roberto, you know, just, I mean, we celebrated his Boston school's 25 mm. year, which means clearly he was doing it way before then, you know, like this guy's been doing jujitsu for 40 years or something. Like, time. come on. Long time. Right. That, I, I've got like one fourth of his knowledge. What was cool about Carlson Jr.? You knew you met Carlson so, Jr. right? Jr. Like, oh man, what a nice guy. He like that guy. Oh, here's my number. You come to Chicago. You know, you come hang out with me. Stay here. Like, he just such a genuinely like good person and like one of the most passionate people I've ever seen. Like with jujitsu. I mean, his father was oh, he, loved. And, and also, like, and adores his father. Right. Like worship. You could tell. Like, kind of. I mean, I have three boys. And I know what it feels like to have your children, like, just think you're God. My, just a little short story. James, my son, had a Superman outfit, and it had, like, the stuffed pecs and the abs and everything, <laughs> right? And he comes sliding into my, my kitchen one, one day, kind of like how Kramer would slide in, you know? Yeah. Just, damn. It's like, look, I got muscles just like you. I'm like... <laughs> yes, you beautiful child. You have muscles. Like, like I'm Superman to that kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Aww. So it was like, that's, so that's the kind of vibe I got from, from Junior. That's you know what cool. I mean? Just that, like, his dad was his, his world, you know? Mm -hmm. So he's trying to carry that same torch. And I think from from what I understand, like, he, he does, you know? Um, but, I mean, Carlson Gracie, that whole lineage is crazy. That legend. And it really, like, runs way deeper than a lot of people think. And he doesn't get anywhere near the credit he should. I mean, because if you think about it, he's the guy that brought it to the people. Yeah. You know, the other t the other guys wanted to just keep it for themselves or keep Plus, it within he, a money aspect. Right. But he also, you know, I think, and I could be wrong, but after Elio lost to Santana, Carlson, who was pretty young, went and like avenged that loss and became like stepped up and became right. the fighter. Right. And I could be wrong about that, but I well, think that's did. how it went. Like both now. of those guys, junior and senior, if you watch any of their fights, right. some badass dudes. I mean, also senior bringing in Wing Chun, you know, thinking like just being open-minded, you know, whether it was right or wrong or whatever right. your opinion is on it. Um, saying that like, all right, well we have jujitsu, but let's add a little striking or, Let's make this about, you know, realistic situations, not, you know, sport jiu-jitsu or whatever. I don't know. We should go out to Chicago and hang oh, out. Oh, God, that would be amazing. Chicago's easy. 
Plus Chicago and Milwaukee are right, right. half we, an hour from we, each other. We got to do that too. So how yeah. did you get into photography? Well, cool into, story. All right, let me hear. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I've always loved photography, always. Uh, <laughs> I had two really artistic parents. My dad went to Berkeley for a piano, um, trained jazz pianist, classical pianist. Like, I mean, just oh, uh, just amazing piano player. Um, my mom is a published poet. Um, also, like, just art overall artist. So, I mean, that's the environment I grew up in. I kind of, like, never thought I was as good, you know, as my parents. So I wanted to find different things that I could be as good as, you know what I mean? And just be different and I could enjoy it. They could enjoy what I'm enjoying and so on. Um, but photography, I've just always loved it, always. Um, never had the ability to get a good camera. Mm -hmm. until, and so when I finally got a good camera, it was literally right at the same time as really, like, setting down and saying, all right, I'm really going to do this jujitsu thing. So it kind of started at the same exact time. So for a while, as my jujitsu was junk, all my photos were junk. I mean, I thought it was the sickest, most amazing crap. But, <laughs> you know, when I look back at it now, just like when I look back at any videos of me rolling or competing or anything like that as white belt, you just, I just laugh. I'm like, oh, my God, really? Like, I thought I was, I mean, I really walked around at that time with my chest out being like, I can choke some fools, you know? Like, just right, walking by. The beginning. Well, right, and of course, I hear this thing that Joe Rogan's saying that this little guy, you know, Marcelo can kill anybody anytime because he's a ninja, and I'm like, I'm a ninja, you know? Like, had I really attacked anybody at that point? Like, I would have killed myself. I would have been dead. It would have been awful. No. Some guy would have been like, wait, you use, you, you trade jiu-jitsu? Like, they'd go to my academy and be like, whatever you're teaching Weak. this guy is not working man <laughs> <laughs> like why does he have four stripes like, well he paid me 25 dollars no i'm just kidding um so yeah so i mean it kind of like it's, it's so i got a good camera um and what better thing to take pictures of than what my passion is which is jujitsu and it kind of hit at the right time because when you're a white belt you're so obsessed i mean literally everything I talk, I mean, it's bad now. It was really bad then. Like, bad. I mean, it's any job I've had, they're like, oh, wait, Gabe's going to tell you he does jujitsu. <laughs> you know what I mean? My boss, uh, so my buddy Derek owns Wing. It's like, he busts my balls all the time about it. So anyways. So when you started jujitsu, though, were you the same way? Would you just go up and meet anybody and talk oh, yeah. to yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you oh, always yeah. been like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a question. I mean, I tried to follow any, like, you know, rules that, that academies have. I mean, I'm pretty respectful. And, like, I like old school martial arts that way. You know what I mean? I'm not, uh, like, I would never expect somebody to call me sensei or anything like that. But I respect it. Yeah. You know. Um, but, yeah, I've always been like this. But <laughs> I actually, I mean, I talk about, like, so taking all these pictures, I get, like, probably, like, my third... It was like my third stripe, yeah, because Carlson Jr. had come out to the academy and I got my third stripe of my white belt, um, which was like a week before the Boston Open. So at the time, I was training a lot with this guy, Rodrigo, um, Dave Fierro, who was just 
I mean, he talk about unreal. He's, the little guy, right? Yeah, yeah. he's unbelievable. Yeah, you see him right? everywhere. Unbelievable, yep. amazing coach. I mean, he's literally had his hands in a ton of high-level people. You know, happy. Mateus Dines. Seems like a super oh, happy guy. He's a great dude. Yeah. So he owns his own school now in I Portland think. now. Yeah. yeah, Southern Maine uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So. You know, I mean, taking photos of like small competitions, but I knew Boston was the big thing because it was IBJJF. You know what I mean? I just I knew it was the big thing, and and Rodrigo had been telling me about all the people that were going to be there. That Keenan was there, um, Munchie. I mean, everybody like both the Miao um, brothers. Um, so it was a big event, and Rodrigo was competing. So at the time, I didn't know the guy that ran IBJJF. And I'm standing on the other side of those yellow gates. Everybody knows what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. And I'm like, Abrigo, how do I get on the other side? Like, my picture's all right, but, you know, I'm limited on what I have for a camera. Like, I really got to get the, I have to find the photo. You know, I can't just sit back with a great camera and lens go, chick, 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 yeah. look back, you know, in my editing and go, okay, well, one of those 500 was great. Yeah. And then everybody thinks I'm a great photographer. But really, I'm just picking the best of my own shit, mm -hmm. right? Whereas the camera I had really forced me to, like, find the picture. And I'm not saying all my stuff was great or whatever. It still wasn't to the level of, like, Mike Columbus or people like that, Rick Ricard. I mean, these guys are just unreal photographers. Um, ben, you know, Ben yeah. Moore, same deal. But they're all like super nerdy on it. I'm kind of going by the seat of my pants, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as anybody who knows me knows I would. Um, but he just looks at me, he goes, hold on one sec. Goes over to the guy and uh, asks him, you know, oh, this is my good friend. You know, he's the greatest photographer of all. <laughs> he just like, he blew me up, you know what I mean? He's just yeah. telling this guy that yeah. I'm like, I'm the, I'm the man and he needs me on the other side of that thing. So the guy's like, yeah, whatever, no problem. Like, Why are you bugging me so much, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he would have given it to me and I asked. Yeah. But I was so intimidated. I was a white belt, yeah. I didn't know. Um, and so literally from then on, um, that's how I met Erin Hurl. I mean, she messaged me one day. It was so awesome. Like, it was just, I mean, it felt good to me. But uh, she messaged me and was just asking me, like, what I was using for a camera. Um, she actually posted my stuff. Um, I think she was working, what, for Jiu-Jitsu Mag? She used no, BJ, Gracie Mag. Gracie she Mag. For Gracie so, Mag. I mean, she got me published in a bunch of stuff that she didn't have to do that at all. Like, she knew me, like, at, she didn't know me at all, you know? Um she just respected jujitsu, loved that, you know, another person was trying to do something that she's trying to do as well. And um, I don't know, you know, she gave me a shot as well. So, I mean, with, with Rodrigo came her, you know, that happened a couple more. Then I got all the local competitions um, saying like, oh, we'd love to have you, you know, why don't you do this? And at first, I mean, I would make a little bit of money, but mostly... I have three boys. They're all competing. I'm competing. Mm. I mean, let's just say that's 200 bucks a person. That's $1,000 for me to get. There's no way I can do that. You know, like there's just no way. You're getting Tyler, you know. And I mean, right. So in. I sponsor guys too. Right. So I have like Richard Photography Fight Team, um, which it's actually, I was thinking about it yesterday, is an extremely deep team. I mean, you've got Juni, who's from Unity, all the way to my kid, to Jack, 
to Tyler. Jackson, you know, man. I mean, everybody on is has a personality just like me. You know, we're all freaks. We're all we're all like, you know, they're just and I mean that in the most endearing way. I'm proud of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be like anybody else. No. Nobody wants to be like me. So it works out right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> What's but, your I mean, you got kind of like a style of every I would say everybody sort of has a different style, right? You know, like it's their So art. I definitely like candids are my thing. I love candids because it's like I'll sit there for I don't know. 12 hours editing photos, you know, over like a three day period. Cause mind you, people are bugging me. Oh, can I get these photos? Or, or my favorite is I'll tell everybody how, um, how amazing you are. It's like, okay, well I'm going to come to your car dealership and tell everybody how great you are after you give me a free car. Like, come on, that's not going to have three kids. It's not going to pay my bills, your notoriety. I appreciate the pat on the back, but you know, it's 10 bucks. <laughs> just yeah. spend fucking ten dollars, man. Right. It's not like a thousand bucks. Right. Right. Ten and, bucks. And most of the time, I'll hook you up too. You know. Right. I mean, if you you wanted something else or whatever it was, I mean, I, I go out of my way to help people out because until jujitsu, I feel like all I did was take my whole life. You know, I just it, because I didn't know how to give. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know if I that know. makes sense. It does. So, hundred percent. I, I didn't like as cheesy as it sounds. Like I'm actually getting it. Corey is gonna tattoo it on my knuckles. Is um, is give and then live. So yeah. I'm gonna put T O on my thumbs. Yeah. Because cool. once I realize that, you know, almost like the lesson of, you know, you'll never lose if you learn. Once I realize the the give to live. I mean, my kids pretty much did that for me, you know, just made me realize that there's so much more in life than what you want Mm -hmm. or, you know, what your tiny little bubble is. And these people can, you know, bring you to places you've never thought you would ever go, Mm -hmm. bring you to things you never thought you wanted, you know. The more you give, most of the time, the more you get in return. Mm -hmm. Without a question. I mean. I'm, I should be the epitome of that. Everything I have is because I helped somebody out and they paid me back tenfold. Yeah. yeah. Tenfold. I mean, I didn't start understanding this until pretty recently. You've helped me understand this. And so, because I was the same way, man. And for many, many years, everything was about like, what am I going to get out of this thing? Right. What am I going to get out of it? And until recently, like, and now my life has never been better. Than you're in not the last worrying about, year. You're not worrying about what, what, I don't what, care. What, what. Yeah. I really don't care if I have any, you know, like, I mean, I want to eat and I'd like to have some money and be able to travel around, but I don't want to make a, you know, if I want to be happy. Happen, right, right. I want to be happy and, and, you know, have some kind of serenity. And I feel like I get that more from um, giving of whatever I could possibly give, you know what I mean? Which at times is not you know, enough or whatever. But, yeah, but sometimes um, a gesture can yeah. make someone's whole day. Mm-hmm. I see it. I mean, I hold the door all the time. My kids, they're funny. They'll hold the door. Lady's a half an hour away. We don't even know if she's pulled in the, the <laughs> parking lot yet. And Jacob's like, I think I see an old lady over there. I'm like, bro, it's 50 mile an hour winds. You're hanging from the door, dude. Like, she's not coming, man. And then, of course, she pulls out, you know, boom. I told you, dad. Like, but people look at you weird, you know, when you hold the door for them. They're like, why is he doing that? Like, uh, not not hitting on you. I gush all over. Well, the I good people it. do. The good people appreciate it, you know. It's like thanking a veteran or, yeah. you know, anything simple like that. 
Your kids are funny, man. Those guys are funny. They're good dudes. Well, they're just spitting images of me. <laughs> <laughs> they're ridiculous. Um, where were you born? So I was born in Boston. Yeah. Uh, Beth Israel Hospital. Um, raised by probably one of the, and I mean, we've had our ups, we've had our downs, um, but probably the most amazing woman I've ever like come across in my lifetime, my mom. Um, so we, her and I lived in the city for like, I'd say the first four years of my life in like Auburn, just all over the city. Um, but she just, I mean, she's badass. The, the one thing I've always known with her is that she loves me and always will beyond anything. I mean, the love she shows my kids is phenomenal. It's one of those, like, almost grandparents making up, you know what I mean? It's like they were kind of good or whatever, but they're always amazing, you know, grandparents. Mm -hmm. That's how my mom is. Like, That's she cool. just, she goes above and beyond for my boys. Um, but this lady, I'm telling you, like, she's done so much. But uh, we lived, like, that kind of hippie. I lived in our commune for a couple years. Mm. That was interesting. Where was that? Uh, that was on Plum Island. Oh, nice. In this house called the Whalebone, which cool. I think there's actually, the Whalebone is in front of it still. Yeah. But, yeah, that was crazy. That was weird. There was, I remember seeing a picture when I was young of, like, a group of us. And then, you know, as we all went into high school and stuff like that, um, our parents brought us together, and it was just so weird. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we all still, like, we live together? Like, what the hell is that about? Wow. What? What do you mean we people? live together? What is it? How many people? Uh, I mean, there must have been 20 at least. Wow. Yeah. In I mean, house? this place is not big. <laughs> I'm sure people were camping, you know. I mean, it's just that whole, like, late 70s, early 80s what? hippie mentality. <laughs> I was so turned off by it. Um, my mom would be really upset. Like, I hate the Beatles. It's messed up. <laughs> I hate the Beatles, man. Who's your like, favorite musician? Bob Marley, without a question. That's why we get along. Without a question. Like, that's one person that... I don't think Jay and the Riddler like reggae, dude. Nah, it's all right. I don't no, understand it's why. not all right. I don't it's understand right. why. It's just I'm obsessed. Okay. I what? Love, oh, I love it's reggae so much. Okay. I am more I love reggae. I'm not even side. a big fan of, like, like, the, like, college reggae or, like, white kid reggae that much. You know what I mean? Like, there's some stuff that's good, but I love, like, just old school, like, yeah. Buju Banton. Mm. Um, and like even like old Bob Marley when he sounded like he was ska, you know, like mm. the original ska music. Um, and I like like punk music. A lot of punk Lo love rock people love um, the beats the same. Reggae it's just sped yeah. up, you know. Mm -hmm. Like one's kachinka, you know what I mean? It's just it's, I don't know. It's very similar. But uh, yeah. Were you ever a skateboarder? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, hell yeah! My mom, another badass thing she did my mom actually got the first skate park in newburyport nice yeah raised the money she was actually head that of cool. yankee homecoming at the time but uh yeah got like a bunch of people together raised the money and i'll show you the, the picture of this park um anybody who skates in the seacoast knows exactly what i'm talking about in the early 90s we had these like i don't know what it was made out of but there was these like super tall blue half pipes that were just 
they were insane. Like it was, it was heavy. You oh. dropped in on it. You were just like, you were savage, fast, savage. And we had some pretty, like pretty badass uh, pros like Matt Pales, a um, bunch of old school guys that, that were in like the Boston area. Um, so, I mean, we used to always just like take our bikes, ride all the way to Ipswich, take the train into Boston, skate, and then do the same thing back. Mm. Now, if anybody that's Newburyport all the way to Ipswich. Mm. Yeah. Because the train wasn't in Newburyport yet. It didn't come until like I left. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. Thank you. I don't have a train. Otherwise, we had to like take the bus to like Haverhill or something. But then we got cars and it was way easier. I was dying. When I was, when I was like 13, skating, there was no skate parks, man. Yeah. I was dying for a skate park or anything Dover, like that. Right? I grew up in Dover. There was now they got skate, skate parks everywhere. I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, man. They also had, um, like, Portsmouth had, like, their weird secret parks and stuff. Portsmouth always have like a huge skate scene. Exeter was like ahead of the thing too. I For did sure. a skateboard competition in like had to have been like 1988 or something in Exeter. Hmm. Um, so this was like right next to the um, Merrimack River. Yeah. See this? Oh thing? yeah, yeah. A little half pipe. Like some half this, pipes I mean, behind it. It was like straight down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. like a mini ramp back there. It's awesome. But these Look, blue things. I would have killed like, for that thing. Oh, it, like, and she got the, you know. My buddy Steve Purdy had a launch ramp. Nice. That we used to get killed on. Like, I had almost died on this thing. <laughs> so uh, this is me playing soccer. That was my crazy mother right there. Nice. That day. So you played soccer in, like, school this, growing up? Yeah, and this was Bay State Games, which is, like, Massachusetts Olympics. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I got, I got a pretty high level, and then... Um, my grandmother, you know, just growing up, not real. I mean, I had a stepfather, but he didn't really teach me much about, like, what it is to be a man or how to mourn or just anything you would normally learn from, like, the from the dad. Um, and my mom did everything she could, but uh, my grandmother passed away, and that definitely hit me hard. Like when you were in high school? Yeah. And so um, just not being that strong of a person... Um, it just, I chose to like, you know, go party and basically just screw off. And instead of chasing my dreams, kind of like, you know, the fight or flight, I was just like, oh, I'm out of here. This yeah. is too hard. This is too heavy. Um, and I wish I had, like I say it to my kid all the time, you know, I wish I had somebody like me saying, nah, man, you really want to stick with this. Mm -hmm. You're good at it. You're great at it. Like th this is going to get you other things that you want to do, you know, maybe, maybe wrestling's not your thing after college. Cool. But maybe it got you an education and you met all these people and now you're living the life doing what you want to do. You know, um, it would have made life a lot easier, mm. but I wouldn't be where I'm at. Yeah. So how'd you get out of it? Oh man. My kids. Yeah. I think I, I pretty much spent till I was like 27, 28 just always searching for like the grass is greener you know what I mean like oh, what am I missing what am I missing and the only thing I was missing was my own life mm -hmm. you know because I realize now that life's about memories and making these awesome memories you know because if you make these memories I mean, you can look back at them I'm like man that was amazing 
Mm-hmm. That was the best time ever. You know, Oklahoma City. Hell yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's what I mean. And you know, and then life being about memories, happiness is shared. So once I like kind of focused on that, now I mean, now I am who I am. I've always been this outgoing person, but you know, I hid behind you know booze or partying or smoking pot or what, whatever stupid crap it was, mm-hmm. or even just hid behind a good job or you know a hot girlfriend, or, you know what I mean? It was all these like superficial things that they weren't me, you know? And kind of being a dad and having these people depend on me for everything, like to change their diapers, you know? Like they can't even change themselves. Mm-hmm. They can't feed themselves. I'm like, what the hell good are you people? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? It's like, you, you guys know, you have Andrea, like she looks at you and she depends on you for everything, for mm-hmm. love, for for, you know, discipline, for everything, yeah. you know, like that's your job to give her everything she needs, you know, not I already feel she like wants, she's bypassed me, but, <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> where like how I rely on her, I'm like, what should I do here? Well, like, and, you know, that's a good, really, that's a sign of a good relationship, <laughs> you know, that you can look at her already and want to know what she has to say, already, you man. know, like I know parents that look at their kids that, you know, my, my stepdad, I mean, I love him to death, but not until I was a father did he actually treat me like, you know, a man. And I was like, man, I've done some rugged-ass shit since. Like, come on. I think I, I thought I was a man. I mean, I agree with him now that I probably wasn't. You know? <laughs> right, I probably right, wasn't. Right. But at the same time, yeah. like, uh, I don't know. I understand. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I look at my kids like James the same way. He can tell me things, and I'm just like, what? I can't even believe you just went that deep into Alien. Yeah. <laughs> you know? This You're kid. 10 years old, bro. How do you know so much about Alien? Minophores and Xenophores and whatever for. I don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> he's like, there's different. There's an alien that the head comes out. Then there's this alien. Then there's the Predator. Then there's the, I'm like, this is too much. I'm like, James, have you seen these movies? Like, no. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. Well, well, how did you find... YouTube videos, Dad. YouTube videos. <laughs> so check it out. Yesterday, we're teaching kids class, and uh, my man Justin, who I would say is like nine or eight or nine or something, he's like going off the wall. And and uh, and I was like, dude, we're chilling right now, you know? And he's like, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. And he's like, I was like, yeah, but when you act like that and you say, that's not chilling. That's like, he's like, that's an oxymoron. And I was like, you don't even know what that is, do you? He's like, yeah, I know what it is. And then he said it. And and I was like, holy crap, dude. Like, I can't believe you is. know what that is. Right. Like, blew my mind. Nine years old, eight years old, whatever he is. Laying oxymoron on me. Right. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I was oh, like, okay. kids are like, people are harsh on, on kids right now and like on young people, right? I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah, some of them messed up, I mean, but there's a lot of really smart <laughs> human beings out there, man. It really is. And like, I, I so um, I work part time for a buddy of mine, as I said before. So, where I work, I work amongst like a bunch of like 20 year olds, 21 there. You know, I, I love hip hop, love it. I know a ton about it. So, you know, the vibe in hip hop right now is that 
all these old guys are like, the new stuff sucks. And then there's these new guys that are like, I don't care about Biggie and I don't want to know about my roots and blah, 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 blah. And so everybody's just like hating on it all, right? Mm. And most people our age are like, oh, this new stuff. And it's like, really, if you just look deep into it, there's actually some amazing stuff out yeah. where these guys are saying some unreal stuff. Definitely. I mean, there's all the way even, you know, all music right now. If you just look hard enough, you'll see it. I mean, it's definitely I've, some garbage. I really have for been sure. enjoying what's been on the radio. But if you look past it and you just... I know you have. <laughs> I've, I've been forced to listen to it. I just feel like... It's brutal. I don't know. It's, it's great. I like it. Like, my, my middle son is the most socially aware kid, person I, I know. Like, he gets it. He yeah. gets the difference of people, but he gets, like, how to treat people, yeah. what's right and wrong. It's mind-blowing. So it's like... You know, all these people that are bitching and moaning, it's like, why don't you just look harder? Because really, maybe you're just bitching about yourself. Yeah, man. I see people like, oh, kids, they, oh, they're, they're soft, they're this, they're that, they're millennials. Meet, meet this, my 14-year-old. Yeah, dude, I'm like, I <laughs> Tell don't, me Jason's soft. Yeah, dude. He's that kid a, is he's like a, rugged. He's way more like put together in all facets of his life than I Maybe was. he's mentally soft because he's 14. Yeah, he's know? 14. But dude. he's 14. Nah. He's not though. He's like, I do to me at fourteen. I was a mess. And this you kid, know? I mean, Jason's been through a lot too. Yeah. You know, he lost his father at six. This kid's been through hell already. Right. And to come out like this badass. Yeah, he's doing great. And and to push himself. And I mean, he, he had a hard go at it for a while, but I mean, the kid is just—it's awesome. It's awesome to see like him. Like he's good friends with his brothers. Like I'm envious of that. Did you yeah. have any brothers I have, or sisters? I have a sister, really? and we're not the closest. She's nuts. So he's got a big, your son Jason's got a big wrestling yeah, meet tomorrow, tomorrow, right? Tomorrow he's doing, uh, it's called Mid-States, I think. Yep. I mean, honestly, with his attitude, um, he said to me the other day, he was just like, Dad, wouldn't it be awesome if I placed? And I was like, dude, the fact that you're thinking like that is awesome. Yeah. And the thing with this kid is he's not very experienced. He's wrestled for two months at this point. Right. But he's got almost like a little over 20 wins, um, 19 of them by pins. I mean, he's just, he's unreal. But yeah. he's unreal because guys like George, yeah. people like Amanda, you know, who have trained with him, never taken it easy on him, um, never beat him up, never cruel or mean or anything like that. Um, I mean, there's a couple of people. <laughs> But they're douchebags anyway, so fuck them. Um, but <laughs> Jason, man, that kid, he's he's rolled with some rugged people. Yeah. And he's got... He's 14, and like he's already competed in adult competitions in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I mean, there was a time, like, I, you know, I don't remember if it was a year or two years ago, where Jay and I are watching him compete, and we're like... Man, he can't really compete against kids, huh? No, not really. Not his, not a kid's his own age. Hit? Was that tap? Yeah, it was throughout? something. It was just was that obvious that no, he, no, no. he had to go. To it was the next. Icon. That's what it was. He, yeah. he went to Icon and he had eleven fights. He got eleven arm bars. The last kid looks at his dad like, "Yeah, uh, what am I supposed to do with this?" Like, <laughs> right. I don't even know how old he is. Like, is that a hair on his face? You know, like yeah, Jay was, maybe had. Uh, I don't know. It's he. He's been a bigger kid for sure, but he's always trained with like I don't know, just tougher people, mm -hmm. older people. I know that's helped me a whole lot. Training yeah, with bigger for sure. people. It does because it makes you 
just realize you can never use strength. <laughs> I mean, it's useless. It's exactly. pointless. Which is why he's finding a lot of success is these guys are just coming in. Right. You know, I mean, and he's not. I mean, he's pretty rugged. He's He's got muscle on him. He's cut from 198 to 166, which is huge. Anybody, I mean, who's ever tried to lose weight. weight knows. I mean, that's because he was wrestling. Then I'd pick him up at five. We'd go to Port City. He'd run two miles. He'd sprint for a mile, then jog for a mile. Then we'd sit in the steam room. Then I'd do class. He'd come in when he wanted to. We'd roll. We'd yell at each other because he was hangry. <laughs> oh, thank God that's over. I'm glad he's got his weight <laughs> under control. Coach is like, oh, let's get him to drop down some more. I'm like, then he can move in your house because yeah. he's not living in my house because this dude is the most hangry asshole I've ever met in my life. I love him to death, but I, I can't deal with this. Yeah, you know? Because he's like, oh, I don't want to eat salad. I was like, I know you don't want to eat salad, dude. I know that. I get it. I just put steak on your salad, okay, homie? Like, I'm trying here. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> I don't want to eat this uh. crap either, but guess what? It's good for you, and look at the results. Yeah. You know, and now he just, he sees the results. He doesn't argue. He's cool with it. He still sneaks food, but he's 14. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a six-pack of sausages in his closet. The no. It was so gross. Like, there's like only uncooked one. sausages? Yeah, bro. There was only one missing, but oh. <laughs> it was still gross. And, and a Nutella thing, too. Yes. But in his defense, there was no Nutella left. I don't even know why I brought it upstairs. There was, like, barely any in there. Yeah. He was jonesing. Yeah, he was. He was jonesing. He's like... I'm going to eat this European fake chocolate shit. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Poor kid. The things I was doing at 14, is, you know, if he's sneaking Nutella and some, some sausages, I mean, power to him. And you, exactly. You know? He's got a great girlfriend. She's actually, her brother is like a high-level college wrestler. Nice. Um, she's like, I don't know. She's like, what is it? The manager, maybe? I don't know. She's oh, a the cool team? Girl. Yeah. So... He's in like the perfect spot because he's not gonna have a girl that's like, oh, I want to hang out instead of going wrestling. Like yeah. she just she gets it. She's a great kid. Um, he's a freshman. Freshman. So what every single person that's competed against him said. Oh, yeah, right. They're like, oh, he's a junior, right? I'm like, nah, man. You got a lot of years to deal like, with this guy, Caddy. Yeah. Like he's a freshman, and I'm like, he's got two brothers right behind him. Yeah. One of which is gonna make him look like you know. <laughs> And Nancy yeah. and Jason's rugged as hell. Yeah. James, he man. is rugged. James, he's a beast. Is, James is like the Law family. He's a little guy, but he's, <laughs> he's to be feared. <laughs> <laughs> he he's to be feared he is. because when you got two big brothers like that, nothing. Yeah, dude, those he's guys. Not of one time, like I mean, I'm very like I don't I don't like it when at the at the gym I make Andrea sit in the thing and whatever. One time. Like they like those two little dudes, your son, little sons, and Andrea went out into the uh, thing. I was like, yeah, go out and play in the thing. Nobody's out there. Don't worry about it. Go out and go out and do it. So they're out there playing. I come out in a little while, and it was like they had set up this crazy obstacle course, <laughs> and they were they're like, hey. Can, I'm going to get in this tire. Can you roll me in the tire? I was like, no, dude, I'm not rolling you in the tire, man. <laughs> they're like jumping off this stuff. Like it was awesome. Those was, guys have been able to find fun in anything. That's like, they're still kids. It's the one thing about Jay that I wish he was still more of a kid, but he's always been an older, you know what I mean? When he was nine, he thought he was 15. Now that he's 14, he thinks he's 30, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, 
<laughs> Whereas like the other guys, James, a little less, but I mean, they're just, they're still such kids and it's mm -hmm. awesome. You know, it's like all the cool stuff without diapers. Yeah. Get to watch kids shows. You know what I mean? Do kid things. Like my mom just took them to Disney world nice. for like a week and a half. Or, like she went berserko on them. Like, I don't know how expensive the trip was, but, uh, I mean, they just, they, they did Jedi Knight training. Oh, like, can you imagine that? No. Oh, it'd be so cool. Yeah. Made their own um, lightsaber. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. That's but awesome. it was just like, I was so stoked for them. Yeah. You know, like, I love stuff like that. It's just like the simple things that make you so happy. That's the cool thing about kids. But it's the same with teammates, too. Yeah. I love, like, I mean, being injured now, I've still tried to, like, come in the gym and, like, I, I called Jay Mansfield the other day. I was just like, hey, man, like, thanks for letting me be me and, you know, running my mouth and walking around and trying to coach and that kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> I appreciate that you realize that's all I have right now. <laughs> you know? He's like, dude, you're always welcome to do it. What are you talking about, man? You have to thank me for that. We're like the home for wayward grapplers, man. <laughs> you know? We're like... And it's always been like this with me and anything I've ever done. But I'm always like, yeah, yeah, just like that's who, you know, those are my people. Right. That's me. You know? Exactly. I mean, let's all get together and have fun and do <laughs> our thing. because you're not judgy. I, I hope not to be, you know. I try not to be. Um, and it's also like I think the one movement that irritates me that is like that where people are just are they they're proud to be jerks you know what i mean proud to be an asshole like how can you possibly be proud of that it's kind you of know? a weird thing that a lot of people like and women can you know like i'm a bitch you know like, like well right that crazy bit cool. right like, right like it's not cool you no, know that's not cool. you know you don't feel good doing yeah. it there's no way you do like it's, or, or you're insecure. Inside, they feel like you're bullying is ugly. what you really are. Right. Their insides, sure. their mind is not a healthy mind. They don't think good thoughts. They think shitty things all the time. That's why they're like that. And it stinks because it's like you can still be a badass. I mean, Tom DeBlas, Jocko. Oh, right. I mean, all these like huge dudes. Like I'm talking like physically big dudes, right? You know, who could easily be an asshole. You know, could intimidate someone, bully someone, do whatever they, you know, wanted to physically or mentally do to someone, right? But they don't. You ever met and James Foster? Huge man. I've seen him. Huge. Yeah, yeah, the show you're all. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Human That's being. what I've, I've only heard amazing things. Yeah. No, it's just like all the old school Brazilian um, guys like Marcio and right. Pedro Sauer and those right. guys, all super, super friendly. Nice. Same with like Junior, exactly like yeah. kill him with kindness. And so, uh, those guys are my <laughs> mentors. You know, like isn't that what jujitsu gives us though? Is the ability to just like be so confident in ourselves yeah. that we don't have to be assholes to right. people. And then if you got to be, it's still an option, right. but you probably don't even have right. to be. You know, like that's the biggest going back to of all fighters really yeah. is that we're a bunch of like meathead jerks or something. It's, most people I know that are in combat sports. Are just laid back. Think about chill, us chilling people. out at the pool in Oklahoma City. Right. You know, hanging right. out with Clay Guida, listening to Fish. For sure. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah, like everybody's cool. That was the Nobody's... only podcast I couldn't get. Right, right. Where he flat out basically told me to fuck myself. <laughs> he did. He's, he's like, tired, man. Um, he's like, hmm, man, let me no, think about this. Uh, I just fought last night. Mm. 
Um, in the sun, hanging out with my family. Right, it's right. kind of weird that you fucking are asking me if I have no clothes on. <laughs> but um, let me give you my answer. No, dude. Get the hell away from me. Right. I mean, hey, that, hey. that's what his eyes said. Anyways. And that's fine. But we, because we had a good time off. out there. Yeah, we I had a good time off. He was kind of little, but I knew he could kick my ass. Oh, yeah. So I backed off. And he had, he had won. I think he was the underdog in that fight. And Which he's weird. kind of been on a tear yeah. since. Well, he was on a slide, and he's been coming back since. Because then, he's, I think. I think he had just switched to, um, oh man, alpha male, right? I don't know. Yeah, I no know. He's, he's, what's what's the California kid? What's his yeah, name? Yeah, Uriah yeah. Faber. Right. You're the. I know he switched to. Uh, yeah, dude, that guy was awesome. Yeah. What a cool guy that yeah. was. Like. Yeah. I walk in, buddies. Game's Cormier. buddy. Right. Cormier is the same way. Like everybody, oh, he's an asshole. These guys are amazing. I think he's amazing. Yeah. You know, do you I hear really what he does with his wrestling yes. team? Yeah. Where yes. like kids that can't afford it, he pays for them, yeah, pays great, for their tuition. There's like, I don't know how many kids on that team. Yeah, right. I think he's amazing. I love him. Yeah, he's I awesome. How he handled the the loss with Jones, how all that drama he's had to deal with. Right. He's amazing in my opinion. Yeah, he's a cool dude. You know, it was cool when, like, the day of the fight there, Jay and I were training in the morning. Like, Jay were training on the three mats that were left over. And the, while the guys were picking them up, they're right. like, no, 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 you guys train. So me and Jay are training in geese in the, you know, UFC warm-up room. And, and I was like, it was bef- somewhere in the middle there, and I was like, I'm going to wash these. i got to wash these clothes. I'm down there in the oh, no. washer washing the clothes, oh, and I spaced it. I totally like left the geese and everything in the washer, and I come back. I was like, "Holy shit! I gotta go back and and take the you know stuff out." And I ran into the dude that was fighting um, Mike Chiesa, I think was his name. He's like the main event that night, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm riding down." I was like, "I just for, I forgot my clothes down." Oh, he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, I put them on the thing. I was like, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Not only did he like, he put my stuff in the dryer, dried them, and then folded my stuff and put it on the thing. I I don't know if he did all that, but somebody did all that stuff. And I was like, oh, man. You know I did that, right? Did you really? (laughs) I was was like, I was all worried about my geese and I think I had J's or something. I was like, oh, man. Now, I think you were around fraternizing somewhere with somebody like who knows who you were talking to? Like, what? A, how about, here's another moment, though. Like, when we were down in that gym, um, not only talking to uh, Dominic Cruz, but, um, man, the guy from... Uh, Russia? No, the guy from the, the that was coaching the guy that beat Kiesa. Um, I can't think of his name. But I was talking to him about doing a podcast and talking to him about Chris Howder and the state of jiu-jitsu. Um, man... I can't think of his name right now, but he killed himself like recently. Oh, 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 um, oh, 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 um, um, Robert Fallis. Robert Fallis, man. Yeah. Oh man, what yeah, a like that guy. Like that was that has to be the highlight. And I mean, okay, maybe I say that in retrospect, right? But I mean, I had breakfast with that guy a couple times. Yeah. Dinner with him. I mean, it's just I don't know. Well spoken, but. Just like a six foot three version of George. Nice, yeah, nice, nicest dude, 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 dude ever. I swear to God, yeah. nicest guy. It was phenomenal, and like how people gravitated toward you know yeah. anybody who walked by that was in you know our sport or anything to do with combat sports walked by. It was oh, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up. Mm. 
and like I didn't recognize him at first. I'm like, what the hell is this? Who the hell is this guy? Imagine. And then um, I was sitting with <laughs> Big Joe, uh, Big Daddy Joe Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Actually, I think he was giving me his cell phone number. Also, while showing me um, when he was in Thailand fighting a midget. <laughs> and uh, who was the ref? Big black dude. Herb Dean? Yeah, yeah. Herb Dean no was the ref. Way. Herb Dean had like dared him to do it or something yeah. like that. <laughs> they were in like Thailand or Japan or something. <laughs> and he had to like fight a midget stripper or something. Oh and like a legit MMA fight. Yeah. It was crazy. You know what was cool? All at, all at breakfast. This is what I'm watching. Yeah. And then. Robert Follis walks up, and I'm just like, all oh, right, this is getting heavy, man. Is, I don't know <laughs> what the right. hell's going on. He, uh, So I'm talking to him in that little gym where all the treadmills were next mm-hmm. to the hot tubs and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And uh, I was like, hey, you know, I do a podcast, a jiu-jitsu podcast. Like, we're talking about Howder. It's like, you are, you know, you want to you do it? He's like, man, I would love to. He's like, I got a lot to say about jiu-jitsu right now. I was like, fuck, man, let's do it, you know? Oh, yeah. That, you know? Unfortunately, we didn't do it, but uh, God, if we had gotten the chance to, yeah, it was a busy. You know, everybody's busy. He's, yeah. His guys fighting for the main event. You know, plus like um, yeah, I mean, when it's like Tuesday, Wednesday, everybody's chill. Right, right. Thursday, it's getting a little edgy. Friday, nobody's wanting to do a damn thing, right? Other than concentrate on their fighter. Um, you know, so the night I got there, we were on the mat training, and Joe. Daddy Stevenson was on the other, other side, side of the mat yep. with his guys, and we were talking to him. That kid, have you seen that kid now? He hasn't lost since. No. Nope. You know his name? You remember his name? Oh, man, I, can't I don't remember. remember his name. He's the guy that knocked out our buddy from. He's an old uh, football player. I mean, he's super young. He's in his 20s. He's only like four fights into it or three fights in, but he's killed it every single time. But so down in that room, like where I called Andrea. I called Amanda and Andrea, and, like, we're FaceTiming or whatever. And I was talking to them guys, and I was like, good night, Andrea. And then I was like, hey, you guys say good night to my daughter. And, like, so I got the, all the guys that were there, like, saying good night to Andrea. Like, that's, that, that's yeah. how cool it is. That was, that like, that to me was, like, the best sort of how amazing, like, that you know was. I thought of this. Uh, so while we were away, we had, because um, I help not so much right now. But uh, at the time, I was helping Devin's kids program a lot. Um, And so we had had some kids do really well in youth wrestling. So I got literally, I mean, anybody who was on that card, I have a 10-second video in my phone right now saying congratulations to these kids. Like, they literally, like, let me... um, Dominic Cruz let me do it like four times. We fucked it up. <laughs> and he's like, he was totally cool with it though. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was trying to sit at the pool and just hang out. Um, Clay Guido was the one time he was nice to me. No, <laughs> Dude, he was nice. Um, uh, no, he did it. I mean, everybody. Like, I mean, after you get up, he was like, fuck that. I guy. know. He was like, what a weirdo. <laughs> is. And his stupid accent. Um, Were you there for my, my flips into the pool? Yeah, those were pretty good, right? Those were those were astounding. <laughs> astounding. Apparently, I do the worst flip ever. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what everybody I've never says. seen you flip in the in a pool. It, it wasn't ever. good. It's pretty amazing. Ask Jay. <laughs> Jay changed Jay's life. Balls that time. 
This was game, the highlight of the thing. It was awful. It was, it was awful. We had just got underwear, and Jay's like, oh, I thought we had to go. Any. We had a special thing to set up to go to the cryotherapy, special appointment or whatever. The lady stayed open for Devin and. So we, we were, I was like, we Jay, had the whole place to ourselves. We got to go to the, but there mall, was still dude. the owner and her daughter. Yeah. We got to go to the mall, dude. He has a daughter. And, uh, <laughs> so we go to the mall. I get underwear. I had no underwear and Jay didn't either. So we're like, we're like, all right, we'll get two, we got a two pack or something. So we get split the <laughs> underwear. Got a so and, uh, two pack of Adidas underwear. And so we're getting there where like, we didn't even know these people yet. It turned out that people were cool. So it wasn't a big, but I'm standing in the front and, uh, I'm used to this sort of thing with Jay, but the ne- I'm standing there. Next thing you know, my pants are around my ankles, and I picked them up. Gabe was horrified. Well, because the more important <laughs> part of the story is that we're sitting at a table right now, people. George is to the left of me. Well, imagine you're sitting at a counter. You know, you're standing up. Right, you're out, you're and facing and the and counter. And the and lady and that owns the place is on the other counter, on the other side of the counter, sitting. So she can't see your crotch, right? Her little four-year-old or six-year-old, I don't know how old her daughter was, was running around. Now everybody says, oh, it's well, she didn't notice. It's okay once we told her, like, she laughed about it. Yeah, she laughed about it because she didn't see it. <laughs> that's why she laughed I was about like, it. I was like, Jay, that's normally cool, but she, he's like, you can't, you can't. Oh, and I'm like, ah, ah, ah. he's like, what, what? What was the big deal? I was like, didn't we like, just go make a special trip to buy underwear? I don't have any underwear on. Why he's like, oh, that? yeah, sorry, dude. Like, sorry, sorry dude. But luckily, like, nobody saw yeah, it. it. cool. No one except for me, right? Well, <laughs> Jay knew and he knew, obviously. But nobody else saw it. And so the little girls skipping around. Did not see. Right, running on rainbows. Oh, and we're over here at the penis party. Oh, you know God. what the fun fact is of the, of, the, um, poor thing. of the whole thing, though, the whole cryo thing? Gabe was the only one that got oh, out here early. Here we go. What here we mean? go. He got out early. Well, the lady lied to me. <laughs> the lady say? lied to me. She's like, oh, and then in five, four, three, two, one, you can get out. So I'm like, he, he opened God, the no, door. No. I opened the door because I thought it was over. You got to wait till it opens yeah, your, well, itself. Oh. She said something. I, I ran. Probably should have stayed. Right? I had like nine seconds left. Yeah, it was cold. You did. Quit nine seconds early. It was awful. Of course that happened to me. I had to listen to him and his sidekick, the boy Wonder, harass me about it. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't finish. You didn't finish. Were you in the car for Adam Rivera singing? (laughs) Singing Sublime to us? It was amazing. I think I heard Jay play guitar oh yeah you can line. play yeah yeah Jay, well, that's Jay true can play the guitar amazing you think amazing oh. amazing yeah mm. i thought this uh, right. sublime you played that was, was good that was those a two chords wedding. were amazing <laughs> and he really Just played kidding. it really well. wait what it was, was he- at devin's wedding not like for the wedding. No, I was like, going to say, but what time? Because when I saw him at Devon wedding. Three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Out on were the... You, uh, were you sober, man? <laughs> I might have been, actually. I might have had Was it eight. so bad that you were just like, this is amazing. <laughs> wow, well, Jay. It's great. It's, a, he's, you know, my... He's got a little repertoire. Instructor. Yeah, you know, he's got a little bit. Rocket. He can play... Some, yeah, he, can, he bust out some, some rhythm guitar. Little singing, I think he was singing was too. Singing. Yeah, yeah, he was singing. The it's so it. nice, good sing Yay. the same thing twice. <laughs> that song. Uh, um, Mr. Mansfield, 
What? Uh, so what's the goal, dude? You got any like what's what's next? What so do you want to do? Really, what I I mean, my main goal for this year is to a hundred percent, you know, just work for myself doing photography. Um, I've been actually starting to mess around with like property, like realty uh, photography. Um, I'm going to be getting a drone and start doing that. A buddy of mine is like just, he has an amazing drone and he's really, really good. So we're probably going to collab for a while. Um, I was thinking about using a drone and where our space is right now because the thing is so high. That would be cool. Right? You could do that. I want to bring it into a competition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, to be able to get photos like right above somebody. Yeah. You know? I mean, I know people that are that savvy with it that yeah. they can, I mean, they, they do tricks and stuff like that, but that stuff pays a lot. I mean, nice. I, I got offered like 600 bucks just to show up, take some pictures of this person's home in and out, and that's it. It was like, what took me an hour maybe. Nice. Add more to that if I have, you know, drone photography. Because it's one thing, like my grandmother had a huge farm in Vermont. She had this badass picture of the property. And I always remember that. I would always stop and, like, stare at it. You know, show the barns. Like, it was just that topical view. Mm-hmm. Like, from a plane I, or something? Yeah, yeah. And I love that. And it's cool that we have drones because we can always get those shots. Mm-hmm. And I love those shots, especially, like, if it's cool property. Because, I mean, there's a lot of things you see from up there that you would never even know. Or look what they just found from now taking uh, those laser f- uh, photos from space. They found a new Mayan... Oh, um, yeah. A whole Mayan temple set up. You see a guy just drove a truck through the Nazca lines. What? Yeah. Messed him up. No. Yeah. Like, not ruined, but definitely, like, messed him up. No way. Ignored. I didn't read the, the story, but, like, ignored the signs and just, no like, went way. and drove through them. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Never underestimate the predictability of stupidity. Yeah. Like, uh... That's interesting. I never thought about real estate photography. That's interesting. Well, it was like, you know, a lot of people, oh, you should do weddings. And honestly, I mean, there's a lot of money in wedding photography, but there's also like, you you know, there's a lot of of photographers. I I just, I've done a couple and they've been great, but I'm not a photographer for someone else. You know what I mean? It's like, if you're hiring me, you want my perspective of it. If you didn't, you wouldn't have asked me, you know? Otherwise, if you want, you know, somebody else that, that can give you exactly what you want, that's cool. And that's probably the right way to do it. Probably the way, you know, that maybe other people do, you should be doing this. But I don't know. I think I've done pretty well just sticking with what I know and what's me. Because anytime I try to do something else or, you know, try to be like Mike Columbus or somebody like that, it just never works out, you know. All it does is look like a cheap version of something amazing he did or something, you know. And it's not like so much imitate what he's doing, but putting out the highest of quality like he puts out, you know. But I don't know. It's just I don't want to deal with Bridezilla either, you know. You're not trying to yell at me like, lady, I'm here making you look good. I know I'm making you look good. So please just shut up and stand where I tell you to stand, you know, <laughs> which you is can't a good, say that, so. <laughs> no, you can't, you can't. And I would never want to, you know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm setting myself up for failure if I take those jobs. 
Yeah, they're hard. Especially for Dealing friends. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. You know, I knew a guy that used to film depositions for like lawyers, yeah. and he made good money I doing bet. that. I bet. Yeah, there's so many like little, you know, niches that you could just get into, mm-hmm. and I mean, look what I'm doing with with jujitsu. Some people even consider me like one of the like top dogs or something. How stupid they are, but. Um, no, I mean, that's a cool feeling too. Yeah. I, lo- yeah, I love that awesome. about photography, just being able to make people feel good and then, you know, they comment back or send me a message of like, oh man, that was so amazing. Thank you so much for coming by or whatever it is. That's like my favorite thing to do actually. With I always love every picture you take of me. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Everybody loves it. I mean, who doesn't want their picture taken? I mean, there are people that don't, but I think for the most part. Lying, I think those people are just full of shit. Probably. You know, because it's like, oh, I don't like that. Well, then once you start experiencing it and you're comfortable with it and you let your guard down a little bit, you're like, man, I really do like that. Mm-hmm. And this feels comfortable and I am okay with it. You know, I think that we met through uh, <coughs> a picture of me. In a match, I had an icon one time where the dude basically broke my foot in a, mm-hmm. in a like a toe hold or something, and I. And you gave me a patch. Yeah. I think you gave me a patch I or a I sticker. I actually remember that. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, but you I had was, a picture of me like, like I'm like trying to escape from this toe hold, like. Yeah, you. That was, like. It right was a long before, time ago. That yeah. was four years ago now. Yeah. Um, that was right before I got a really cool picture of um, of the captain that day, and at that time we were him and I were competing, and I was competing a lot. And for some reason we just hadn't we hadn't gone against each other yet, yeah. which I wish we had because I would have like beat his ass then. <laughs> and then been able to like say, "All right, bro, yeah, yeah, you can kick my ass now. That's fine." But remember when we were blue belts? Yeah. Remember who was your daddy? <laughs> I hope he doesn't hear this. But. He's totally gonna listen. <laughs> but anyways, um, no, but we had never met. But I mean, he was just somebody that I knew was, you know, gonna be awesome. So I mean, I kind of I knew who he was. He was on my radar. Um, but I knew who your academy was, and like the academy I was going to, there was like, I mean, I think this dude just had animosity with anybody. Um, but it was like uh, there's two academies in Portsmouth. You know, I want to train with other people, like new people. I don't want to leave my own academy. I just want to test what I know and my style, which I've got from this guy, and see what's, how good it is, you know? So I trained with, uh, it was Derek. It was, who else was it? It was on the, the Hanover Street Academy yeah. when you guys were, like, downtown Portsmouth. Um, who else? All right, with the big Who's windows the Rollinsford cop? Casey. It was Derek, Casey, a couple other people, that huge Marine guy. Uh, he doesn't Josh. train with us. Josh. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. Um, I mean, it was it was definitely rough training. It was good. Um, I mean, I got the best of a couple of people, but most of them got the best of me. Um, Derek just, how just a good absolutely training like session folded goes, me in know? half. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just like, it was cool. And then I think you had given me some soap or you had left me something. And uh, yeah, 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 I yeah. put the patch on my gi. And so, I mean, I was always rocking it. People are, I mean, I just, I figured it's a local company. I want to support them more than any other. Like, I mean, I had gotten fight soap stuff mm-hmm. because I was involved with, with Tap Cancer Out. Like, I had other soap companies, like, sending me stuff. Um, not like, or just, 
I got packages or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. um, but you guys were just local. So it was like, I've always been that kind of guy. Support who's so awesome. like really close to you and, you know, just cause. Well, I know whenever you're at a competition and I see your logo like on one of the pictures, Richard Photography, I know you're going to have some great shots. Like, because you do the sport, right. you know it, it definitely so helps. well. And odds are, I'm going to be in it. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. That's for sure. I like, see, I like going back to what you were talking about before, like what my style. Yeah. I love the candids because there's only so many arm bars I can take. Only so many triangles. Only so many inverted triangles. Omoplatas. Gogoplata. I mean, literally, I, I've taken hundreds of everything, right? But there's nothing like taking a picture of, you know, a father, you know, just either consoling or if like the day, you know, father and daughter and the father's just so proud of his daughter because she just murked some little boy, you know, and he's over there crying and she's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, but like I got the emotion of like them smiling at each other um, like that. That's jujitsu. Yeah. You know, the five minutes we, we compete, that's not jujitsu. That's testing yourself under a microscope you know what i mean the rest of it is like your day-to-day -day training um i mean and, and that's another thing these parents are paying the money for this kid to be there mm -hmm. i think they deserve a fucking a photo of themselves right. you know i think right. they deserve a <laughs> high five or yeah. some yeah. kind of recognition i mean again me almost doing the sport be being a parent like i get it you know like those parents i don't know they just, go through a lot to get their kid to jiu-jitsu sure. or wrestling or Ex whatever it is, Cub Scouts. Or Especially if they're high level, too. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, I'm going to take Jason out to Reno to wrestle in that tournament to get him recognition. I'll take him to Pittsburgh. You know, I mean, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to help that kid out or any of my boys, you know, or any of my teammates for that matter. But when you got that much going on, it's so hard to manage. Mm -hmm. So hard. Well, I do know that... We start grappling at 5. We don't freaking stop until 9.30. Yeah. It's a long day. Yeah. It's a long day. What uh, What is something you want to do that you've never done that's not jujitsu or photography? You know what I mean? Like, where you're like, man, I want to do this. Hmm. Drive a Porsche on the Autobahn. Yeah? Like, dead serious. Yeah? I, I love Audis. I love Porsches. Um just that I love German cars, I love BMWs, um, but to get like a GT3 and just go like 200 and something miles an hour <laughs> on the Autobahn, oh, it would just be so phenomenal. I had an S6 before, so I mean, I, I've gone pretty fast on 95. I've gotten like 160, 170, like just going Yeah. for little bits of time, but like to be able to go that not have to worry about cops or anything like that. Oh, it'd be so amazing. I feel like we need to talk to Mansfield like about this. I know. I like speed, man. Who here wants to go fast? I, I want to go so bad. So I, bad. I, like, I'm more of a motorcycle person, but, yeah, driving a sweet car would be pretty cool, too. Well, I mean, dude, even getting, like, a, a high and, like, a Hayabusa or something like that, just some dope motorcycle... Wow. Oh, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> oh, it'd be so amazing. Yeah. To wow. take something like that and just drive through that part of the of the world. Yeah. I mean, that part of the world's beautiful. Mm -hmm. There's so much history. Maybe we gotta go to Europeans. Yeah. That I I have to, without a question. 
I think in the next five years, like the, I'm going to make sure that I've gone to Japan's, I've gone to Europeans. I want to go to the Asian Open. Um, Singapore is a place I really want to go, yeah. just because I've, of all these different shows I've seen on it, um, all the different stuff I've read about it. It just seems like the ultimate place to go in Asia, mm -hmm. where people are open-minded. You know, they're not. I mean, there are some weird things. You can't chew gum or, you know, <laughs> whatever's going on there. But no, no gum one, chewing. Yeah, but that goes along. I think because it messes, their belief is that it might um, bother Who cares? Somebody it's else. their deal. It's their country. Right? Yeah. You know what you do? When you go to their country, you just do their shit, man. Exactly. Like, and you eat their food. <laughs> right? you, you, you don't know? go to Walmart. It's not America. Yeah. Right. You know? Hell no. Hell no. The guy we train with is in Singapore right now. Who? Chan Ling. He's Lord. like... Uh, Little dude, he goes to Fundamentals. That. Yeah, he's there for like two months. Huh. He goes there, like, that's where his family's from. I want to go there. Yeah, really you should talk to him when he gets back. I mean, look what they're doing with the architecture, too. I mean, it's just some of the stuff there is just unbelievable. I love architecture. When there's some buildings and things like all over the world that just goes well with photography. Mm. It does. Glenn, I'm so jealous of that dude. Yeah. yeah. He's had a traveling, like, extravaganza lately yes oh, it's I inspirational yeah it is he's a great dude yeah mm -hmm. um there's two episodes before this one where he talks about one machu picchu and the other uh tanzania nice yeah, yeah. that's a place i'd want to go really bad i knew somebody in my early 20s that um just like left college it was just like nah i'm done with this shit and Went to Tanzania and volunteered and hasn't looked back. Wow. Nice. But he, like, used to send me pictures of the place, and I was just like, man, this would be amazing to go. The Middle East, I'd love to go there. I mean, let's just pretend there's no yeah. religious things going on. Like, yeah. you know, God doesn't exist or whatever you want to, like, just to go there, like, Syria and places like that. See Iraq before all <sighs> the wars would have been amazing. Yeah. Do you remember a movie called The Black Stallion? Yeah, I mean... Like, remember, it was, like, the young kid, and, like, there was, like, the second movie, they went back to the Middle East because the stallion was obviously... And then he did, that, like, that long race or whatever. But it was stuff like that, or, like, being a young kid, like, the movie Aladdin. Like, wouldn't you just yeah. want to go see that kind of stuff? You ever seen Lawrence of Arabia, the oh, old school yeah. movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, things like that that just... See, but it's know. different if you're a woman, because when you're a female growing up, you're you don't see that part of it you see not without my mother where you know it's it's i think it's different growing up because all all of the um they're so strict with women and like if american woman gets married to like someone who's like in the islam like religion you know they're supposed to follow their rules right right so like it's and they're under such harsh like they have a down. Rule. yeah right it's not the same like for me when i look at it i grew up looking that at that in fear right like right, you right. know i see where you're coming from genital it's like me going down other. south right it's, it's crazy that's what i'm saying like i would love to go there but you can't yeah. yeah you can't you can't go like it's it sucks that you can, there's places in this world that we can't go because of stupid shit like that you can go to dubai yeah but abu dhabi i mean what are you going to see middle eastern people i can go see them in in new york you know what i mean i'm not getting to see anything right. that's like 
I mean, those buildings are, are amazing. Turkey, Don't get me wrong. Istanbul. Right? That's different. Like, then I get to see their culture. Then I get to see Cairo. history and stuff. But in Dubai, I feel like it's all brand new. Yeah, part. I mean, you know what I mean? Sure, it's like, part, I'm just going yeah. to see a really fancy Middle Eastern mall. Right. Whereas if I go to Turkey, like, I'm going to get some cool food. Turkey would be awesome, like, right? thousand-year-old buildings. Yeah. I mean. Although I think Turkey is messed up right now. Too. No, my mom was in Europe last year, and that was like the, the last leg of her trip. And she had to cancel it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Turkey's kind of messed She was up, in I Paris, know. I think, when they were doing all that crazy shit, too. Yeah. So for me, I'll put this out there. I, I don't really diss anybody that that believes other than me, um, but I don't believe in God at all in any way, shape, or form. And I feel like if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have any, any problems like gay marriage. Nobody cared about gay marriage because that's a God thing. You know what I mean? Like weed, all this stuff, like buying Yeah, but do you really believe liquor? it's a God thing? I believe that in a lot of cases, it's a people's thing, and they just make it a God thing because then it's like really oh, not my excuse. thing. You know oh, what right, I mean? Right, right, right. It's God's sure. thing. No, for sure. Without a question. I just mean like I know they, what you mean. They, sure. they hide behind that right. stuff, and it's like, how about you just like the person? And if they want to get married to a freaking telephone pole, let them get married to a telephone pole. They're not going to get much out of it, you know? But guess what? If they're not hurting anyone at all, they're really not hurting you. You're just uncomfortable with something that's unfamiliar to you. You know, why does that matter? Yeah. And like all these things usually stem from that kind of shit. Like why I can't go to right. the Middle East because they believe in some weird ass dude. You're the infidel dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why am I the, the infidel? Really? Like that's, that's stupid. Yeah. I just want to be like dinosaurs. <laughs> go find them. And then explain to me, come on, you know, but you know, at the same time, People that walk the walk, I respect them for it because generally they're really kind people. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're following religion to be a good person, you know, most most people like that are just great all the time, nice people. Like to where they make you puke, they're so nice. You know what I mean? You're just like, <laughs> man, can you just do something that's mean? Gosh, you're so nice. Be but, a jerk. Once. But at the same time, you never want them to be a jerk because, right. you know, they're the shining light in all this other crap with those crazy people. <laughs> all right, man, we got to get you to the Autobahn. Yeah. I got to go to the Autobahn, That's, bad. All right, we're going to do it. We got It's easy. It's, yeah. You, know, you, just, you just need money, you know? Lots of it. Yeah. yeah. Lots of it. Yeah. Cool, man. And I have children, so I yeah. have no money. Take it. I Listen, have no money. You make it for work. It'll be a work thing. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. I'll get someone to pay me to go to Europeans. Yeah. Me and George. Yeah, exactly. Because now I'm a photographer. Sorry, so lady, you're not coming with us. <laughs> She's our, you know? She could be our assistant. I'm going to be the one. All photographers need an assistant. person you're going to be taking pictures of. Mm. True, true that. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks, George. dude. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm glad awesome. you came down, man. Yeah. Down to the dungeon, brother. Always. Uh, we'll do this again. This was good. Yeah, man. It's good for the people to get to know you, the, the game. Yeah, yeah. The That's game, for sure. Where can we find you, Gabe? Oh. Um, Besides in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> we're in the basement right now. So you can find me uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Um Also on Smug Mug. Same thing. Um Actually, the only one that's weird is Facebook. I'm under combat sports yeah. photography. That's like literally my handle or whatever. It was but they, it's it, like Richard it gave it to photography. Me. Well, it is, but like if you, if my 
my IP, like if you copy that page, yeah. it comes up like combat sports photography or something huh. like that. Interesting. I think Facebook gives everybody like a, a name with their actual account, mm -hmm. like an internet name. So I'm they not, just gave I'm not that savvy to you? with it. Yeah, I just huh. randomly got it. So that's when you like look it up on Google or something. Right, I've like seen it. Comes it. Up, so it's cool. Yeah. Sick jujitsu pictures. Yeah. Yep. I try. I'm like, like I said, I'm going to kind of expand a little bit um, and do different things at competitions. Um, but yeah. Your guy that loves spreading the positive vibes. For yeah. sure. Loves Oklahoma City. <laughs> loves jujitsu. I actually got quoted by Zach the other day. They made fun of him over at Nostos. He's like, oh, you know, we rise by lifting others. He's like, oh, calm down, Gabe. And he's like, no, nah, bro, that's legit. And he like stuck up for me or something. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it really is, dude. I mean, I, I look at Dude, I say it all photos. the time. It's legit. If you live by that, it's it's a better way to live. You, you I say it on the podcast. I'll say, you know, Gabe's Don't thing. get me wrong. I can be an asshole. Yeah, we all can. <laughs> What makes you human? It's mm -hmm. just if you try to live by those good philosophies, you know, at least you're trying to go towards the good, you know, and you're keeping that in your brain. Mm -hmm. Just keeping the word can't. Keep it out of your vocabulary at all costs. At all costs. I haven't done yet. It's the only thing you got to say. Yeah. Everything cool. I've put my mind to since I started jujitsu has happened. Hell yeah. Every Dude, it's amazing one. the things you can get done. Accomplished. Every single one. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, We're I sitting here. Know. Right now, talking on a podcast about this crazy trip mm -hmm. we've done and will do because there's more to come. That's the f that's the funny thing about it is there's going to be many more funny stories like this. Dude, mm -hmm. this year is the year. I sent you a text. You know, this is we got a bunch of great people at the academy too right yeah. now. Yeah, bunch of young do. guys, bunch of you know new people that are just like absolute killers. Yeah, I can't wait and, to see and these guys. Nice people. Mm -hmm. Yep, you know. Last year was awesome. And this this year is going to be better. Way better. So look know. out, people out there. Yeah. This year is going to be better. <laughs> I want to try to bigger and better. The color of my belt this year. Woo! Bye. Thanks, brother. Peace, people. <laughs> <laughs>